I didn't know that cursing could be a subject, but here we go. <laughs> um, and then people are like, you need to grow up with that language. And I go, you need to grow up and, and accept it. <laughs> are you ready? Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Testing, testing the mic, testing the mic. I think it's time for another solo episode, so here we go. My name's Rocky, welcome back to Get Offended, where if you get offended, it's kind of your fault. What can I say that's been going on? So lately, Jake has a new job, right? I've been trying to have some fill-ins for him while he's away, and although I found a few to be able to do that, I just got bored, and I was like, screw it, I'm just going to do a solo episode, because it is 2.30 in the morning, I kind of just got off of work, Um, my boss is actually probably going to call me, so if my boss ends up calling me, then I'm going to stop what I'm doing, and come back to you guys, if he calls me, because we're actually doing something for my career in my job i guess there was like i don't know 30 people that were elected within the job industry that i'm in and out of all the country and i was selected as one so i get to work with my manager on that so that's pretty awesome what else has been going on so came back from a camping trip with my friends christina and leon where we decided to have a camper and just sleep in it for a few nights you know with a bunch of other campers and with a bunch of kids running around a campfire shooting off fireworks and off-roading like crazy so yeah that was how my weekend was last weekend but yeah, it was a, a pretty solid weekend. I kind of got pissed at at one of my friends, one of the two, because he ended up, oh, well, he, <laughs> sorry, Leon, <laughs> he ended up stealing my bed in the camper, and I felt very weird to sleep with his wife. <laughs> Let me put some more context on that. He got, Leon got very drunk, slept in my bed. I could no longer be able to get in my bed. I tried waking him up. Beforehand, we were watching The Hangover. I didn't know he was going to fucking fall asleep 15 minutes within the movie, you know. And I also didn't know that he would be a really solid fucking sleeper who just wouldn't wake the fuck up. (laughs) So, thanks, Leon. (laughs) I tried to wake him up, but he started punching me when I tried to wake him up, so but he had no idea what he was doing. He was like sleep fighting, essentially. I told him he he probably needs to get checked out medically, but I have no idea what he's going to do. It's all in his hands, what he wants to do with that. But at the end, he ended up making me a lot of breakfast burritos and some pretty good cowboy stew, so I'm pretty happy about, you know, how he made up for that. (laughs) What What the heck else has been going on? Oh, I went to therapy. 
not too long ago. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I went to therapy um, for about two years. And it was because of something really depressing and deep that a comedy podcast should probably not state. But, you know, it, it ended up coming down to me going to therapy for a few years. I had a crazy psycho therapist named Nikki. I don't think she works for as a therapist anymore because I absolutely loathed her. And I, I just hated going to therapy. I don't know why. It was just like everything. I always felt like they were trying to figure me out. Um, in a weird way. And I was, I just, I don't know, maybe I just was closed off and not open to like telling a stranger all of my like secrets in life. <laughs> Although I'm on a podcast and just saying whatever I want. I don't know. But yeah, I ended up going to a therapist and therapy is pretty crazy, man. I mean, for the most part, it's, it's pretty crazy. Like I just didn't expect when I willingly decided to go because at the time for the two-year one it was not willingly it was pretty weird because it was like how do I put this like I was getting really angry at like one of my friends and it was somebody like I really really liked and loved so it was when I heard that this person not even heard like when when the actions of this person did something wrong I got freaking pissed so then Essentially, I was like, I want to confront them and be like, kind of like, fuck you, like, you piece of shit. Like, why why would you do that? Why do you think it's okay to be able to do something like that? And I went to the therapist, and he was like, essentially, like, do you think if you, like, approached that person that way, that they'll, like you'll get the response you're looking for. And I was kind of like, well, I don't give a shit. Like, like fuck that person. And then they're like, well, I mean, he's like, would you like someone to talk to you that way? If they had a problem with you. And I was just like, no. And then he's like, so how would you like think about talking to that person in a different way, once you think like a more calm and collective like way would be an easier way to go about it. Not only easier, but like in a uh, like a, a less aggressive way of going about it. And I was like, yeah. And it was just crazy because it was like something I didn't expect, you know. But I decided to go back to therapy. It's just been because depression and anxiety has been there. It's always been there. It's kind of, I'm not going to lie. If you don't have depression and anxiety, I'm kind of freaking jealous. Because it is kind of a brick wall <laughs> when it hits you for the most part. But it is it is a freaking brick wall. Like I, For those who don't have depression and anxiety, you must be like Tinkerbell. And you're just flying high and being happy as can be. But... Yeah, it it was crazy going to therapy. They this is some of the stuff that I wrote down. Therapist told me to start listening to instrumental music to achieve better grades on my schoolwork. So for those of you who don't know, I, I go to school. I do a business administration, and then on the side, I also take law. Um, law is like 
I could do it at my pace and do it whenever I want. Business administration is kind of, I kind of have like deadlines and stuff to do. So I have to stay on top of business administration. But lately I've been seeing that me and this new business administration, not even class, we're taking a class on macroeconomics. And I'm not going to bore you guys with the facts of macroeconomics because when I take that class, it bores the shit out of me. And it's one of the classes where I am not doing good at, but it's not only the fact that I'm not doing good at it, it just doesn't interest me at all. <laughs> There's been other classes where I've been like, yeah, th- that class is awesome. Uh, but this one absolutely sucks donkey balls. Like, I absolutely hate it. I've taken this class twice because the first time I tried to take it, I took it with a another professor, and that professor sucked absolute donkey balls. So this professor is okay, way better than the first professor. But if I had, I tell you what, if I took this professor first, I would I would still be like that person sucked donkey balls. But since I'm comparing the first one to this one, I'm like second one isn't that bad. I kind of like the second one. But I feel like I just tangent off all the time. I'm taking this class. And I've been kind of like a stray student when I was came to college, um, high school and middle school, not so much, but college, I've been pretty, pretty straight aid, you know, but within the second time taking this class, um, cause the first time I dropped out, I was just like, I'm just, I just could see myself not succeeding in this class with this professor the first time, second time I'm like, I'm still not doing good. But I was telling that to my therapist. I was like, you know, I'm just having a lot of struggles when it comes to, like, getting this class done. Because not only is it macroeconomics, but this is just the prerequisite. So prerequisite meaning, like, the class before I have to take the actual class. (laughs) So there's another class after this. And I'm, like, not stoked for it for the most part, you know? So... With that being said, he's like, well, he's like, I heard that you like music a lot. And I was like, yeah, I do like music a lot. And he's like, what type of music do you listen to? And I go, honestly, I listen to a little everything, but I would say 60% of the time I listen to metal. And he's like, oh, let me hear the music. So I let him hear it. And he's like, that's a really aggressive music. He's like, this could explain why you have such aggression issues with your friend not only that it might also be the reason why your grades might be a little poor he's like let me ask you something do you listen to this type of music when you're doing like homework and stuff like that or studying and I was like yeah and here's the thing like he makes me feel like a child (laughs) because it's like it's like shit where it's like once he says the question I'm kind of like fuck like I already know why you're asking because because <laughs> I probably shouldn't, right? Probably shouldn't listen to metal while I'm studying. Why? Because it's an extreme aggressive music. <laughs> it's not the right, you know, place for that type of thing. So then he's like, let me let me ask you something. He's like, not even that. He's just like, can you, no, he's like, can you listen to instrumental music? Do you listen to instrumental and I go, yeah. 
And he goes, well, who do you listen to? So I would name off like bands like Intervals or Polyphia. And he's like, let me hear that music. Show it to him. Not going to lie. It's like all electric guitar based progressive music, whatever you want to say. Like, and he's like, this is like on the same line as metal, essentially just no screaming. (laughs) And I was like, shit. So he goes, try listening to this type of instrumental music. So I listened to it while doing homework. I'm not going to lie to you. It was extremely painful. Like, (laughs) because when you listen to metal and aggressiveness, like all your entire life, like you're just like, like this, this, this slow, easy, relaxing, calming music. Although should relax me. It's not, it's making me feel weird. (laughs) But needless to say, you know, I was wrong with what, well, I, I'm assuming I have to give it to him. He he probably was right. I got to end up getting like a 92% on my test. <laughs> so that's an A and I was not succeeding very well in the other classes. And that's the time I took the, you know, music with me. I took, you know, another test today 95% so it's working I hate it I hate that he's right (laughs) I hate it so much but he's right he also told me my life was thriving off of chaos said that a lot of my life was just born on chaos and that's probably why I enjoy chaos and I thrive in it and he's like that's probably why you like the show Shameless (laughs) and He's probably right on that, too. Said that the chaos is what probably activates my ADHD. Probably right. (laughs) I have a little bit of ADHD. No, I would say I have a a lot of ADHD. But I know how to, like, put it into sources. I mean, look, guys, like, it's 2.38 in the morning right now. I could be, like, sleeping... (laughs) But I'm not, you know, I'm like, I'm like my ADHD just goes, I want to, I want to do a podcast episode. I didn't even run it by Jake. I was just like, I just want to do one by myself. I don't know why. I just like, you know, maybe, maybe my ADHD is just kicking in. Maybe it's depression. Maybe it's anxiety. I have no idea, but I know one thing out of all this is that this podcast makes me feel better. It makes me feel more alive, uh, more like unnumb to life so I don't know if it's just talking my feelings out or what but this is this is what I do you know and yeah yeah it, it, it is maybe I just need to get that all out I don't know <laughs> I have feelings for Jake I'm about to record with somebody in two days but something in my mind was just like I just want to record I was like I don't know what it is I just want to need to record something by myself you know, let's do it in my, in my work vehicle, you know, just parked outside of my house and, and being from my boss to give me a call for this leaders program thing. And that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Gone to therapy. I hate, I, I love that it helped. I hate that he's right though. I hate it. Like. I have no words to describe, like, 
how much I, I dislike how much he's right. Because I think I have a like a something against therapists. Like I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the last person who screwed me up, and I just don't trust him. But out of those two years of me being with that first therapist versus the second one, the second one has like done more damage in one day. Like not damage, but like like provided more of a solution in one day. <clears throat> On the, on the other hand, I'm not going to make myself sound like a victim. When I was with a first therapist, like, I would absolutely pick on her, like, a lot. Like, she was, like, a pretty milfy-looking therapist and all that, but... <clears throat> so I would, like, hit on her, you know, and I didn't care because I knew she was going to reject me no matter what. She's a therapist. Just absolutely just, like, mess with her. Make her think that she was on to me. Make up something. Lie a lot. Only for her to be like, you know, at the end just be like, no, like your di- diagnosis is completely wrong. <laughs> of whatever you decided. I just don't know what it is. Therapists drive me crazy. I'm glad I went to this one. Somebody just happened to convince me to just try it. You know. I don't like it that he's right, but it's whatever. Um, I was told by many friends I should try it again I tried it again thanks (laughs) that's like a half sarcastic thanks half real thanks like I'm I'm being serious like like half sarcastic because it's like because the fact that he's right makes everyone who told me to go to therapy also right (sighs) and then it's real a real thanks because I'm actually getting results. So I'm glad to make some progress when it comes to all of this. It's been wild. I think I just need to get all that off my chest. I don't know what it was. Me and Jake haven't really recorded in two weeks because of his new job. So I think it's been two weeks since I haven't like gotten anything off my chest lately. So I was like, screw it. I need to get something off. You know, I'm just going to go into the music reviews for you guys. So here's a little segment I like to call, I can't get that song out of my freaking head. So this week, I know every time I do a solo episode, I have three songs for you guys versus me and Jake one where you do two, one and one together typically. But when I'm alone, I give you guys three. So let's give you guys a two metal songs and then one I have no idea what he he might be country (laughs) but I'm going to say he's country so the first one is Infectious by Imminence got my heart in a cage and my soul is afflicted if that was a crime then I'd be convicted a voice in my head says I'm better off dead tell me Now, Infectious by Eminence, 
is essentially a song state, you know, I mean, any, any other metalcore song, you know, just feeling trapped within yourself and stuff like that. Let me look up some of the lyrics. Came to the conclusion that love is an illusion. We tiptoe around and I keep shutting my mouth, but silence is the match that's going to burn us down. I mean, it's just super lyrical. And then the chorus is super catchy. I mean, everything about it is very lyrical. The first verse, the second verse, from start to beginning, it just has such a f- emo feel and tone to it. And I just love it. I mean, I don't know even know how to like explain like how much I love it. There's a truth in in the lies, like I predicted, devil in disguise. These thoughts are infectious. I mean, that's just like grade A like lyricism right there i absolutely love this song so much this next one is because i went to see them in concert not too long ago with fit for a king uh, they were the opener their name is avoid and they made the song hostage at a beach house party Hostage by a, not hostage by, hostage at a beach house party by a void is kind of the same thing as the last, like, first music review I just did. But this one's kind of like saying, like, I'm feeling alone type of thing and kind of living this, like, luxurious lifestyle of, like, feeling trapped within your own, like, I don't know, like, great life I guess it sounds very weird and very like hypocritical <laughs> but hostage at a beach house party like you're a hostage at a beach house I mean only rich people have beach houses you know what I mean or partiers or whatever it might be I think it at the end it's like I forgot what the lyricism was but it was like why can't I get anything right I guess it's hard when I'm blacking out every single night I mean I think I could just relate to the song because I'm just like, dude, I, like, I party a lot, but, and, I don't know, I, somehow I still have this, like, alone feeling with depression and anxiety and just, like, I could just relate to it a lot. And I, I was singing that, screaming my vocals out at the concert venue when they came out when nobody else was because of Void's not that known in California, <laughs> which is funny to me because I feel like they're a total California band personally but on top of that same thing as kind of like the first review start to finish just great lyricism very underrated band that I wish one day will get their recognition and I know one day they might if they keep it up but they're a very fun and like outgoing band that knows how to pump the energy up when I went to this venue there was not that many people there when they were playing, and it's because not only they were the opener, but 
again, COVID fucks everything up. And there was only like, with all these vaccination rules and whatnot, like not a lot of people were able to show. So, oh freaking well. But hey, this song is awesome. I, th- I think everyone should probably have this on their playlist in some type of way just because if you're into metal obviously you're going to be pretty into it if you're into like pop punk the chorus is kind of pop punky um and then it has one of the sweetest breakdowns i've ever heard at the end so there's your uh, metal segment now we're going to country segment (laughs) so this next one is a song that i would like to personally play as like a cover or something but it is Feathered Indians by Tyler Childers. My heart is sweating bullets from the circles It has raised like a little feathered Indian Calling out the clouds for rain I go running through the thicket I go careless through the thorns Just to hold her for a minute Though it leave me Feathered Indians by Tyler Childers. I don't even know if that's how you spell it, but like say his last name. Like, it could be Childers or Childers. Um, it's about a girl. <laughs> a guy who's just like kind of fucked up. And a girl, he wants to fix himself in order to get with this girl, I guess. Um, or it came to like a guy who smokes a lot of drugs or whatnot um and he wants to be able to fix himself for a girl that he considers an angel he just absolutely in love with her yeah i just think the song is just really catchy i think the lyricism is definitely there but it's definitely like one of those more country vibe songs of like like um like the 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 difference between metal liter- lyricism and country lyricism is so drastically different. <laughs> um, where one's kind of like talking about demise and like, like really like influctuating like how much like sadness <laughs> one provides, and the other one's just like I'm just in love and I'm a fuck up. <laughs> like, that, like that's that, that's this song is just like I'm in love with this girl. I'm a fuck up and I'm willing to change for her. I think I just, you know, I talked with a friend a few times and they were like, they're like, I I would never change for somebody. And I go, really? I was like, dude, I'll change for somebody. (laughs) And then they're like, would you really change for somebody? You would change. You would change yourself for somebody. And I go, absolutely. I was like, I'm mad fucking annoying. (laughs) I was like, if a girl was good enough and I consider her like this song, like an angel, you know, that I would be like, I would, I would change a little bit of myself. I wouldn't change all of me. Like I wouldn't change my comedy that much probably, 
but like for instance like uh i don't know like i remember there was one time i was with a girl and she just didn't like me cussing so much and i understand like sometimes like they come off as like crude or whatever in my eyes i feel like cursing is like just words like i'm like how you only let it bother you if it bothers you like Usually, like, 95% of the time, people are okay with cursing because you're doing it in a comedic way or, like, in a non-aggressive way. And the only time where, like, I would assume I would not be okay with cursing would be any other time where someone's trying to aggressively approach me and be like, hey, man, fuck you, you piece of shit. Like, (laughs) yeah, like, imagine saying that without cursing. Like, hey, you... You, you stupid person. I don't know. Whatever, like, a clean person says. But um, either way, it's, like, an aggressive approach. That's why I'm, like, not that, like, I don't think cursing's that big of a deal. And then people at, uh, at like, my old church were, like, yo, like, cursing's bad. I'm, like, is it, though? <laughs> is it that bad? Cursing? I was, like, the word, like, shit, ass, like, fuck, like, that's all bad. I was like, you think God's looking down and being like, you crossed the line there. <laughs> like, you guys, you you crossed the line. You don't say that. <laughs> you know? It's like, don't you think the Catholic Church crossed the line? <laughs> you know, when it came to molesting kids. You know? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that, like, so weird to me? It's cursing. It's like, it's words. You're only going to let it, it's only going to bother you if you let it bother you. It might, I, I, I do not get it. I do not get it. Because I remember for the longest time, like, I was trying to not curse. And for the, I, I got a hold of it where I was like, okay, I can control it to the point where I can't, I don't need to say it, you know, all the time. You know, so for instance, like at church, like I could, I could keep it together. You know, if I choose to, I could keep it together. If I'm at a business meeting, I could obviously keep it together, you know, but I'm also reading the room. Sometimes I've been to a business meeting and then like I could read the room to the point where I'm like, okay, I could start saying like these jokes because I I understand that these people like this type of humor, you know, honestly, it's just read the room. Like that's how my go through life is read the room. You know, and that's what I get on this podcast, get offended. Majority of people are like, you know, yeah, that's that's uh, Rocky right there. He knows what he's doing. You know, he's always sounded like that. And then some people come on. They're like, I've never heard you say the F word in my entire life. And I'm like, really? I was like, yeah, it's because either a I like. I don't know. I, I see you as like maybe a superior. If I don't curse in front of you, it's because of a few things. I know you're going to get offended, you know, and I don't want to offend you regardless of the way I say it. I could be saying it jokingly and you could still take it offensively, which at that point, is that really a me problem (laughs) or is that a you problem that you get offended for stuff like that? Or B, I just see you as I just have like a high respect for you, you know, for instance, like my uncle, I love my uncle. You know, I will try my best not to curse in front of him because I think I want him to respect me as well. 
and see that like oh like I can be able to handle I don't know like more responsibility and he's somebody I just don't want to let down and it's not it's not even me it's just him with who I'm gonna take that back it's not him it's me just being like reading the room and then being like I just have so much respect for you. I just choosing not to, you know, I didn't know that cursing could be a subject, but here we go. (laughs) Just read the damn room. I mean, that's it. This, this, this freaking (laughs) read the freaking podcast. If you're a person who doesn't like cursing, you see a, a a titled podcast called get offended. Read the damn room. (laughs) It's probably not going to be your cup of tea if you don't like the F word, the S word, the C word, the A word, whatever it might be, you know, oh my goodness. And then people are like, you need to grow up with that language. I go, you need to grow up and and accept it. (laughs) I'm the immature one. You say you get offended from words. That it's not even coming off aggressively or or meant to be offensive in the first place, you know. I just could imagine, just like like, let me put it this way, like church church is the best example of this. And there's no shit talking church. Like I'm not gonna do that, but imagine a pastor who is who says like God loves you, and you're like, okay, thanks, and then. A guy, another another pastor that goes like God fucking loves you so much <laughs> dude I would be like first of all wouldn't expect that so it would catch my attention immediately and be like what <laughs> did he just say and then B it would just like put more emphasis on what he's trying to preach so you'd be like e- wow <laughs> I guess he fucking does that's awesome Man, I could ar- I could feel the offensive nature of the church right now already. It, I, the thing is, is, I know that some of them are listening. And either A, they're totally taking my side right now, or B, they're on the other side and they're getting really offended at the moment. <laughs> but why are you getting offended, though? <laughs> Welcome to Get Offended, where if you listen, it's kind of your fault. Ugh. Cursing has always been a debate in my head. I mean, I've always struggled with it. I tried not to curse at at some point in my life to the point where I felt like it was very sinful until I realized how much evil was really in the world. And I was all like, you know what? Like, I don't think God's, like, drawing the line at saying fuck. Like, (laughs) I really don't. Like, I don't think he's going to be like, don't like that word. That word's for hell. <laughs> like that. You deserve to burn for that one. I just don't believe it. And there's some people, a lot of my friends, who also curse and whatnot or whatever. And they, um, they're the, the nicest people. <laughs> like they're the nicest. They're some of the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. And I'm like, how can how can you be like, dude, like that you're an awful person if you curse when they're so nice? Like even people who aren't Christian, like they're super nice people. 
It's like, yeah, they might not believe in God, but that doesn't make them any worse than like a person who's just getting offended and getting aggressive with you because he, they didn't like a word you said. I'll say this, like parents, I'm not a parent. Like maybe you don't like your kid cursing or you don't want to hear me hear you curse because it's bad words or whatever it might be. I can agree with that. Like, I, I don't know if I had a kid, if I would want them like saying fuck or ass. I'm like, mm. there's like some, some words. I just, I don't think you should know. <laughs> like, I don't think you should know those terms, you know? You know, I could see maybe crap. Crap would be a funny one to me. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's because it's just referencing poop. Is crap a bad word? Is that even a bad word? I was taught that it was a bad word when I was younger. Dude, I didn't know that cursing could be a subject. I'm, I'm not even kidding. I didn't write it down. I didn't plan it. It just came to me. <laughs> oh. So it's almost 3 a.m. over here. Oh, damn. Cursing, man. I mean, I'm going to a new church now. I've been to a couple, you know, uh, maybe like four or five of my entire life. Um, I was kind of church hopping for a while. And it's more just because I need something more local. And more of a fresh start. So the good thing about this church is they, they kind of, I've already came in and they all kind of know who I am already. And they're already like kind of accepting of like, no, we know, we know, (laughs) we, we know that, you know, how you are, you know, but we also understand you're a good person and you have a heart heart for God and all that. So he's like, you wouldn't be here if that was the case, you know? So the acceptance was already awesome. They were already talking about me maybe taking a leadership role, and I kind of told them no already. Not They didn't, like, ask, but they they were kind of, like, hinting at it, and I was kind of like, mm, I just don't think so. I was like, I'll play guitar. I love guitar, but I just, I just don't think. Like, I'm suitable to be a leader for God, <laughs> as bad as that sounds. Like, if people are getting offended by the word fuck then, like, I shouldn't be a leader (laughs) for a church whatsoever. I would have to definitely, like, abide by, like, rules again. And it's not something I want to abide by. I just rather would attend, personally. But, hey, not to talk shit on churches. Churches are nice. I like the vibe. Even if you're not a Christian, like, I just like the happiness and the vibe that it gives of just being, like, having a lot of hope in something, you know? Yeah, I just love it. I just love it. It's a great vibe, you know. Yeah, it's a, I would recommend everybody who's, you know, if you take out all the, you know, negative experiences that you have and just go back and try one out to hopefully not to one that's going to be super negative. <laughs> um, it's actually kind of nice, you know. I don't know. I always looked at it that way. I think even David Blaine says the same thing where he's like, I just like the vibe of church. He's like, I'm not really a Christian, but I just love it. I like, I like the happiness that everyone provides, you know? So I'm like, that's pretty cool. Damn. Oh, man, this might be the shortest episode that we'll ever make. Cause I just kind of want to just put something out there. 
What else? What the hell else has been going on? <sighs> not much. I'll say that. Not much. I, it's really hard for me to remember, like, on the spot, like, oh, what has happened this week? I might win an award for my job. We'll see what happens with that. I went to the uh, Fit for a King concert. Could end off with that. Fit for a King, Silent Planet, Hollow Front, and Avoid. All very good bands. Check them out if you're into that metal community, you know. Brought some friends who are also guests on this podcast as well. And one of them being Leon Robinson. I don't know how this crazy motherfucker always like gets hurt, but he ends up he ended up getting hurt and cracking a rib. A floating rib, I believe. A rib that he already hurt. And Fit for a King, he didn't even get to see Fit for a King play. He just saw Silent Planet, like the third band up. We play saw it at Glasshouse Pomona. And they had a really weird, like, mandate where they were essentially like, you have to be vaccinated. Although, here's a religious exemption if you want it. I was able to get in, can't really state how, for legal purposes, but my friends were able to get in with a religious exemption. We all got in. Very weird exemption. Usually, you could be able to just get in if you just have a negative COVID test, and they were not accepting that. They're like, you need a religious exemption and that negative COVID test. So, we were able to get in. We figured it out. There was a little bit of panic beforehand, but we were able to do it. Jake did not come. He ended up having to work. That guy's been working his butt off. I appreciate him so much. And although I bust his balls and try to, like, roast him as much as I can, you know, I do appreciate the shit out of that guy. He he does work hard when in certain ways where, um, where I'm lacking, he picks up the rest, you know. Where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. Avoid, you know, played a song for you guys earlier. It was awesome. Hollow Front. Awesome. Silent Planet. Awesome. Fit for a King. Just killed it. I was I had to lift up a like a 230-pound fat guy <laughs> over my head to do crowd surfing. And let me say this. If you're a 230-pound man that wants to crowd surf, good on you. Just don't ask little people to do that for you. <laughs> Go to me, the 260-pound man <laughs> that can be able to lift you up. Because he was trying to ask one of my other friends, who was definitely way tinier than 230 pounds, to lift him. She later came to me, can you lift this guy? I looked at him like, what the what that freaking beluga whale do you want me to do about this? <laughs> I was able to get him in the air, but it was a lot of strength. I don't know if it was the adrenaline rushing through me or what, but it was a good concert. It was a good one. I would say probably 8 out of 10. Um, it was at Glasshouse Pomona. Shout out to them, even though they have weird COVID restrictions. And yeah, we just drank, had a good time, went back home, and then I went to work. <laughs> I was so sore the next day, man. Oh, and then finally, to state this, before this concert, I was trying to make my foot heal. My foot is like destroyed. I don't know what happened to it. I woke up one day and it felt like there was a ball in my foot, like at the base of my toes. This has been happening for over a week. It's still happening. 
I had to talk to my old doctor roommate to get some like advice on it. And essentially he told me, don't overdo it. Don't like put too much like, uh, pressure on it, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, so I'm listening to his advice. The only fucking thing wrong is that I cannot run (laughs) or walk. I was doing so good when it came to this weight loss competition and now I can't, I don't think I'm going to be able to win. The The ending is April 15th. It is currently one month away. <laughs> Literally like 30 days away before April 15th. I'm fucked. <laughs> so bad. Uh, but it is what it is. Um, if I end up having to eat the balut, oh well. I think I already know who's going to win and I'll just give her a shout out right now. I my bets on ISIS is going to win. There's about seven to eight people within this weight loss competition. I'm pretty sure ISIS will win. Now, the question being, you know, ISIS will probably win that $100 Amazon gift card that I'm going to give out. Although, who's going to lose? Because <laughs> a lot of us were at disadvantages. I just hit mine, though. So I can no longer be able to, like, actually work out. I was told I could probably go swim. But it is, like, I don't know, 60 degrees out. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to swim unless it's a heated pool or something, you know? Oh, man, the mic's turning there. Maybe you guys can hear me better now. But, yeah, my foot's out of commission. I got to keep it elevated. I can't put too much too much pressure on it. I was told I could go to work. I put extra cushions within my work shoes, boots, whatever you want to say. For more foot support, it's not hurting right now, but I think that's because I took a bunch of painkillers. I was told in the next four days, if it doesn't go away, then I have to go to uh, hospital, doctor, whatever. So we'll see what happens, guys. I don't know. Now this now this weight loss competition just became a lot more interesting. <laughs> so. Hey, may the best fatty win. That's <laughs> the best way I'll put it. And that best fatty will probably be Isis. So congratulations, you freaking fatty. I want her back on the podcast soon. If you guys haven't seen it, um, go ahead and check out Isis's episode. It's called Interviewing a Terrorist. Great episode. And yeah, I think this will end it. I think this is going to be the shortest episode of get offended as thus far guys you can find get offended on instagram on get offended podcast that's g-e-t-o-f-f-e-n-d-e-d podcast and i just want to state this as of my time i have two days left on poop map by the time this podcast reaches your ears i will be off of it so you can no longer find me at poopmap at a.squirts12. It was a good time running. You know, I could read. Let's see. Let's see this before I end it. You know, since I've been on this Poop Map app, for those who don't know, Poop Map is essentially a, a app that tracks your poops, and you could also follow your friends on it to track their poops as well. It's kind of just like a, a like comedic app. It's not like anything serious. But within a year, 755 poops, 
that's 2.08 poops per day, 14.56 poops per week, and 62.4 poops per month. I was able to poop literally everywhere from Palm Springs to Banning to Yukaipa to Mentone. And if we zoom out here, Catalina, all the way up to Barstow. So I've literally been everywhere, even f- to Washington and different states, Tennessee. That It just keeps going on. <laughs> so it was a fun time to have poop map. But it's coming to an end, guys. It was a dot squirts 12. That does no longer matter. <laughs> but hey, I had the shittiest time going on poop map. I'll say that. So, yeah, you can also find Jake, Jacob Reed, on uh, Instagram at Jacob's Reckless. And you can also follow his photography page at Jacob Isaiah Photography. I believe that's it. If you guys want us to make a Twitter, I'll even say this. If you guys need advice on anything or just want to talk about something, you want us to talk about something, DM us on the on the podcast page itself. We've been doing this for a while. We've been doing this for a little over a year. I like I would love for all of you just to get involved and just start, you know, saying whatever. Um, if you just want us to talk about anything at all. So thank you guys so much for listening. Until the next time. Bye. <laughs>